So we are now concluding, doing the second half and concluding chapter 34. So we said yesterday that when I think that I can be God's home, when I learn his Torah, and specifically law, halacha, I'm so happy. But then I think, wait a minute. How many minutes a day can I learn? I mean, I, I, I need to work for a living. I'm a busy person. I, I want to be God's home all day long, but I can't. So on one hand, I'm so happy I have a way of being God's home. But on the other hand, I feel now like bad because I want to be his home all the time. So the Rebbe today gives us two solutions to this problem. The first solution is in your thoughts. We know God considers a good thought like a deed. So if I think, God, you know the truth. If you create a situation where I didn't need to work for a living, I would be learning your law all day long. I want to be your home all day long. I can't because you haven't given me the financial means. But if I had the means, I would. And God, on a certain level, considers that as if you're actually learning the law all day long because in your Thoughts, you're so firmly focused on it, and thoughts on a certain level are considered like a deed. There's also another solution, which is charity. Because when we give charity, we're giving a percentage of money, minimally from the law, 10%, starting from the Baal Shem Tov, many times in Tanya with the Alter Rebbe, until the current Lubavitcher Rebbe, there's always an emphasis on giving 20% or even more. But that's a percentage of the money earned, which means that when I'm working all day long, the total money creates the ability for there to be a percentage that's given to charity. So when I'm giving that percentage to charity, the percentage actually in that act of charity creates God's home and It's not just for that percentage of time when I was creating that percentage of the money, but it's for the entire day because that percentage only exists by virtue of the whole day. If I didn't have $100, I couldn't give 10 or 20. If I didn't work 10 hours, I can't give the earnings of one or two to charity because, the Rebbe says, we know charity is considered like the sacrificial offerings. And by the sacrifices, when they offered that one animal, the entire animal kingdom was elevated to God. When they offered that handful of flour, the entire vegetation kingdom was offered to God. So similarly, when you're offering to God that percentage of your earnings, charity, the entire day's work to create the entire earnings from which a percentage of the earnings are given to charity, they all on a certain level become God's home. So in a certain way, all day long, you're home for God through doing the work from which a percentage will be given to charity. And additionally, of course, the Rebbe says, when you take the rest of the money, let's say you earned $100, you gave 20 to charity, you have another 80 in your pocket, and now you go into your grocery store and buy kosher groceries. Well, there goes your $80. And then you eat the food, and then you have the energy to serve God to learn, to study, to pray, do other good things for God. When you're learning or praying or doing other good things for God, the calories that you're burning also become a part of serving God. 
Well, those calories came from the food. That's also part of serving God. Well, the food came because of the money. That's also part of serving God. So if we take the other 80% and we use it in this fashion to buy the food that then is going to fuel my service of God, that money has the additional lift of coming close to God in this means as well. So, to summarize, when I think if I had the means and didn't have to work, I would be studying your law all day long. And additionally, when I take a percentage of the money earned from my work all day long and give that to charity, through both of these means, I am, in a certain sense, a home for God all day long. And then the Rebbe concludes, and this isn't just a conclusion of this chapter, this is really a conclusion of this entire section, saying that we see here that on one hand, we need to be very crushed. And on one hand, we need to be very joyous. And how can we be crushed and joyous? Because it's kind of for two different reasons. The crushing is coming from my body, my animal soul. The joy is coming from my godly soul, from the peace of God that's inside of me. Just as we know, the son of Abshimbar and Hai, when his father taught him all the esoteric secrets of the destruction of the temple, he said, wow, I'm in such joy, I'm in such pain. I'm in such joy because I know all the esoteric secrets. I'm in such pain because now I understand the destruction more than I ever did before, so it's even more painful. So we see you can have joy and pain at the same time because it comes from two different reasons. And so, too, we have pain from our body, from our animal soul, from that which separates us from God. At the same time, we have such joy from God inside of us, from my godly soul, and from my ability to be so close to God. 